but we as the body of Christ, we're still the lights. Amen? We're still the light. Jesus is still Lord. But we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. Amen? So we still are preaching the word of God, and the word of God is still getting out there. Souls are still getting saved. Amen? And how many of you know the devil's still real? And he wants the people of God. Amen? Uh, turn with me to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. I just want to read uh, verse 17. It reads, Therefore, what are we here for? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, mm -hmm. he is a new creature. Yes. Old things are passed away. Behold or look, all things are become new. Yes. That's what we ultimately want to be, is new creatures in Christ Jesus. Yes. We don't want to be the old same people we used to be. Amen? When you get in Christ, when you invite Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior, that puts you in the body of Christ. Amen? And the word said, then you become a new creature, a new species, yes. a person who has never existed before. So old things have passed away, and then look, all things have become new. Yes. So you are a new baby in Christ Jesus. In the book of Peter, I think it's 2 Peter 2, 2, I believe it is. Check me on that. Uh, it says that uh, uh, as newborn babes, we desire the sincere milk of the word of God yes. that we may grow thereby. So after you become that new creature who has never existed before, that new baby in Christ Jesus, then you desire the milk of the word of God so that you can grow. So that old person you used to be, as you grow in the word of God, you don't look like the old person. Yes. You may say, well, I still feel like that old person. You may even mimic some of the lifestyles of that old person. But as you get the knowledge of the word of God, that's why you need a pastor that knows these things and he will teach you the word of God and you become that outward person, become a new person because inwardly, instantly, you're already a new species that has never existed before. Yeah. And it takes time for that outward to catch up with that inward. And the way that outward catches up with that inward is you desire the word of God yeah. and you grow. And that's why you need a preacher, a pastor, to teach you the word. And that word is like milk to a baby and you begin to grow. So then that outward changes and matches that new person that you are on the inside. So when you become born again, and you tell somebody that you're born again, they may say, well, you still act the same way. That's because you're a baby. 
but you know that on the inside there's been a change. Amen? So get you a posture. I recommend Pastor Earl Carter. He's an excellent one to teach you the word of God and teach you how to live like the new creation God died and made you in Jesus' name. Amen? At this time, I'll give you Pastor Earl Carter because he loves to teach you how to be what Jesus died and resurrected and went to heaven to help you to become. Amen? Again, Amen. Pastor Earl Carter. Amen. 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 Amen.
And so in order for us to be able to pray effectively, we got to deal with the devil. Amen? Yeah. So that's uh, part of what we're dealing with on today is dealing with the devil as far as prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Dealing with the devil as far as prayer. Now, on Sunday I talked about dominating. I gave an example of a basketball player that literally just take over the game because of his height and, and his knowledge and his ability to play the game. He would just take over. So they had to change the rules in order to help the others to be able to do something because he was doing more so all of them like a one-man team. And so then some others began to perfect their skills and they began to come up and then the game began to change constantly because of this one guy that had such skills. Now, a dominator, he had what, he changed one of the rules, and one of the rules I'm going to make mention of is in basketball, it's called three seconds in the lane. In other words, that where they shoot the free throw at and up from there to the goal, and then they got this lane. And you can't stay in that lane for three seconds. If you do, there's a penalty against you, and you got to give the other team the ball. Yes. Because you've been in the lane for three seconds. Hey, I y'all listen to that? Uh -huh. Well, when God made out of me, he made them out Hallelujah. Because they were one in this thing. Out of me. He named them out. And he gave them the meaning. He gave them the meaning and authority. And he gave them that the meaning and authority because they were just like him. He created Adam and Eve. He created mankind in his image and in his likeness. And they were created just like God. And so God gave them the meaning. Y'all yeah, yeah, hear me? Yeah. God gave them the meaning over everything that creepeth, over everything that swims, everything that flies, over all the animals, over everything that creepeth upon the earth. He gave God and Eve authority over the earth. He said, take your dominion. Rule and reign. Have authority in my name. Hallelujah. Somebody need to bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Have the authority in my name. Hallelujah. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in hell. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in hell. Now concerning prayer, amen, there's a lot of people that believe that if you get something, or something happens in your life, it was God that did it. You know, whether good or bad, God did it. And the, the Father is God. And so Job had theology that God, I receive evil and good from you. I receive both of them from you, evil and good. But God did not create evil. Good got converted uh -huh. into bad. Yeah, yeah. 
He created righteousness. Righteousness went in and perverted his sin. He didn't create disease and sickness. He's the God of health. But that health perverted the sickness and disease. But God said, these saints all came in as a result of the fall. All the bad stuff came in or happened as a result of the fall. Not the fall, amen, or the fall of God, but the fall of Adam and Eve. When they ate of this forbidden fruit, they turned their authority over to an outlaw spirit by the name of Satan, who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy you. He is not our buddy. He's not the church's buddy. He's not God's buddy. Yeah. He's not your buddy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, you need to say that for yourself. He's not your buddy. No, God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, the devil means harm to you. Yeah. And he's an evil opponent. Yeah. He is our adversary. He is our foe. He is our enemy. Yeah. And he stands against us. Amen. Yeah. And everything that's bad, it comes from the enemy. Yeah. Everything that's bad comes from the devil. All evil is from the devil because righteousness has been perverted. Hey, y'all, listen here. So, if good happens, folks say that God did it. If bad happens, folks say God did it. Now, please don't get me wrong. God causes his reign to fall on the just as well as the unjust. The sun shines on the just. This is what all that does there. By the mere fact of you living here, that causes that to happen. Yes. I gotta listen to that. Now, we just say today, man, that the devil is, is God's enemy, he's his opponent, his, his adversary, and he's the same thing to us, too. Yeah. But can you imagine, man, if it wasn't true, God calling his enemy the God of this world? Did y'all hear me? I need you to think a little bit. We're going to go somewhere in a few minutes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Just hang on to your hand. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. We're going somewhere. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But they think, amen, that God is behind everything that happened. And then some folks say, well, God didn't do the evil, but he allowed it. But how many of you know God has to allow what we allow because we are free moral agents? God's not controlling you. Come on. God's not making unless you give him control. But God's not controlling you. Come on. You can go to jail this afternoon if you want to. You can go around and be in the store if you want to. He's not going to stop you. You can go buy your gun if you want to and shoot up and in the city that you live in. He's not going to stop you. Because he gave mankind dominion and authority over this earth. And the earth is to be ruled by man. But when man sin or mankind sin, he turned his authority over to Satan. And Satan is called the God of this world. The prince and the power of the earth. The spirit that now working in the children of disobedience. He said, now in my brother, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God so that you can be able to stand against the wild, against the wild, 
against the strategy, against the schemes of the devil. Put on the whole arm of God that you'll be able to stand in that evil day and having done all to stand and stand therefore, glory to God. Stand therefore with the helmet of salvation on. Stand therefore with the breastplate of righteousness on. Stand therefore with your arms turned about with the truth. Stand therefore with your feet child with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Stand therefore above all, taking the mighty shield of faith. Whereby you have been to quench everything that dude's trying to throw at you. Somebody need to pray soft and hallelujah. Everything the devil tries to throw against you, you can successfully say it because you got on the arm of God protecting you. You got on God's match. Today, hallelujah. Masking you from the disease, come on. Preventing you from receiving it, hallelujah. Glory to God. So the same way we put on the mask. Put on the whole arm of God. The devil's been throwing out disease for years. Come on. But now that mask that we put on is our shield of faith. And by it we can quit. By it we can. By it we can. If God was going to do all the fighting, then he would have told you to put on the arm. But he's not going to do all the fighting. Come on. I said he's not going to do all the fighting. And there was a time, amen, the man was more so on his own because of the sin of Adam. But God will raise up prophets, come on, and give it to them to prophesy, and men of God, and women of God to stand in the gap and pray to stop some of the attacks on the enemy. But we couldn't stop them the way we needed to, glory to God, because we didn't have the keys of authority the devil did. I understood. Hallelujah. So before Jesus got out of here, Listen to me, y'all. He said this. Who do men say? Now, why are you there, amen? Why are there, amen? Go to Matthew 16. Who do men? Who do men? Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Some say you're lying. What verse is that, y'all? Some say you're lying. Some say Jeremiah. Some says Isaiah. Some says you John the Baptist, raised up from the dead. But who do you say that I am? Peter said, Thou art, Thou art, verse 16, Thou art, you are the Christ. Oh, I said I better get back there. Guess what that's called? Back to get back now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. And I said to you that you are Peter. And upon this rock, upon this rock, oh, hallelujah. Somebody needs to get it. Upon this rock. Upon this rock, I'm going to build my church, and Corona came with you. Hell came to beat you. Cancer came with you. Come on, somebody. How many asthma came to defeat you? No disease can defeat you because I'm building this. That's what I'm building. I'm building the church out of, and the gates of hell shall not. They shall not, y'all, did you hear me? The gates of hell shall not prevail or win against the church of the living God. Upon this rock, 
I'm giving you the key. I'm giving you the authority. I'm giving back to you what you lost in the beginning. Here it is, the devil, amen, taking Jesus up into a, a mountain and showed him the kingdom and the glory of him and said, all this I give to you, I give this to you. Somebody said, ain't the devil something, amen, trying to say he don't give something that doesn't belong to him back to Jesus. No, that's not true, y'all. Hallelujah. Because it was a bona fide temptation. And the devil had it in his authority. Because 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says, In whom the God of this world. So he is the God of this world. He is the prince and the power of the earth. The spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Are y'all listening? So he said, I give you all of this if you fall down and worship me. Because it is written, I can give it to whomever I want to give it to. So he could, could turn it over to Jesus. But Jesus didn't want nothing from the devil. Jesus is going to get it himself. And he's going to take the number one weapon, hallelujah, that was arrayed against Adam and Eve. He's going to take the number one weapon, which is death. Hallelujah. I said, which is death. He's taking death. He's taking the sting out of it. He's taking death. Hallelujah. As the children of partakers of flesh and blood, he likewise also took part of the same. And through death, he might destroy him that have the power of death. That is the devil. Hallelujah. That is the devil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who through their lifetime was all their lifetime subject to bondage. Hallelujah. So it was in the devil's arsenal. The devil had it. That he had to give it up when Jesus died. Hallelujah. Now watch this, y'all. Watch this. In the New Testament, we've been given authority. Under the old covenant, they had to call on God to get God to do something for them. And we still have to call on God, amen, but it's a different way of doing it. Hallelujah. And so, the Old Testament patriarchs didn't have authority over the devil. But we do. I say we do. We have authority over him. And our prayer life is different. Now, Adam and Eve was in authority. They were in charge. They were ruling and reigning. And then the enemy came tempted them. And they gave their authority over to him. The devil. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he was ruling and reigning, had the keys of death. But when Jesus died on Calvary, he taken those keys back. Now, we, 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 we do things differently now. Now, watch this. That angel, y'all remember in uh, June, when Satan began to attack, there was a dispute over Moses' body. And that angel came to Satan. And they said, Satan, the Lord, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord 
pursuing your plan. The Lord stopping you. Satan, the Lord rebuked you. Hallelujah. He said, I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there any further. Amen. The devil is the, the devil. God is rebuking you. Hallelujah. Now we found out, amen, as far as New Testament believers, there's only one plan. Come on. Words recorded that God will do something about the devil in our time. And that's found in Malachi chapter 3. Hallelujah. Where he told us, bring all the time. Bring all of them. Now, see, this is dealing with the devil, so you pray right. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. Prove me, therewith, said the Lord, and see if I'm not open. So it must have been closed. Come on. See if I won't open to you a portal. See if I won't open to you a window of heaven. And I'm going to pour you out a blessing that there won't even be room enough to receive it. And I'm going to rebuke somebody to pray. I'm going to rebuke the divine for your sake. Hallelujah. I'm going to make him stop. I'm going to rebuke him. I'm going to tell him to shut up. I'm going to tell him to line up. I'm going to tell him to stay in your hand. I'm going to tell him to take that disease out. I'm going to tell him to give him back their money. I'm going to tell him to give him back their job. Give him back their husband. Give him back their wife. Turn that thing around and Take your hands off, Satan. The Lord rebuke you. See y'all with me? Hallelujah. But we don't have to have the Lord to come in and rebuke you. Because the scripture just said, Peter, based upon what you know, based upon what you see, everybody, I don't know what I and everybody don't know what you know. Come on, hallelujah. And you only know what you know, and then you only know half of what you think you know. <laughs> glory to God. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. But he said, I'm going to step in there and I'm going to rebuke the devour for your sake. And, and he said, upon this rock, what you know about me. See, it's what you know. See, I know what I'm doing. Are y'all listening? I know what I'm doing. I'm the wise master builder. Hallelujah. I got to get that word in. Jesus says his, his men of all, his preachers, his representatives, his ambassadors, he asked them of all. He said, Second Peter, do you love me? Do you love me more than me? He said, well, Lord, you know, he was tested. Amen. Because he knew that sometimes he would open up his mouth too fast. He didn't know the answer. He said, Peter, you know this Peter was going to get that revelation. Hallelujah. He the one said, Thou art the Christ. And Jesus said, Hell's not going to bust loose and win against you. Hallelujah. It can't. Thank you, Lord. Peter, do you love me more than thee? Third time. Peter, do you love me more than thee? Lord, you know that I love you. He said, Well, Peter, if you love me, then go and teach him the scripture. Hallelujah. Go give him some salt food. Hallelujah. Feed my sheep. Feed my lamb. That's what the church needs, come on. And the church will always need it. I was listening to a preacher I on yesterday. He said, we're to a point now in, in, in uh, time 
And whereas people don't even know uh, a little what we would call a child Bible story. You tell them that man uh, what the daddy do, they say, dang who? They hadn't heard about Daniel in the last day. They hadn't heard about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They hadn't heard of any of those stories. Come on. We deal with folks in our day and time. Hallelujah. They don't know John 3.16. They don't know about Jesus dying on the cross and being raised up from the dead. That's how you get saved. But I don't think the church is just a place where you go, amen. And get out and holler, amen, and run around the church, hallelujah, singing the song, thank you, Lord. Let people know, amen, the two scriptures that you know, hallelujah, and then we go home. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But it's more of the church than that, come on. It's getting people saved. It's getting people washed in the blood. It's getting people turned on to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about, hallelujah. So it's based upon what you know. Let's look at Second Peter. I thought my wife was going to go there. When she, when she was talking to me, I said I had to go to Second Peter at that time. But I want Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter, this is Peter talking. He says, Son of Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained, like precious faith with us, through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now watch this. Grace, grace, and peace be multiplied. Be multiplied unto you, unto who? You. How you going to get it? Through the knowledge. It's going to come through the knowledge. Some folks say, oh, you go, all the car is going to do is quote the scriptures. Well, you better believe it. That's what Jesus did. He caused the devil to run in temptation. When the devil met him, he said, it isn't written. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, if it weren't for Jesus, it's going to be worth blood. Hallelujah. So the devil comes to us, we say, it is written. Hallelujah. It is written. And say what's written in your prayer life. That's what we're supposed to be doing, saying what's written in our prayer life. Hallelujah. When we begin to pray, we pray it our way. That's the ending of our honor. Pray it our way with all manner of prayer and supplication in the Spirit for all saints. We take the Word of God and we begin to pray that Word back to God. What He said. Hallelujah. So, Old Testament prayer are saying the Lord rebuke you. Old Testament prayers, amen, is getting, trying to call God to get involved and do something that is already done. Did y'all hear me? Trying to get him to do something he's already done. See, I'm not standing from a standpoint of sickness. I'm standing from a standpoint of I'm healed. I am healed. I'm not praying to get the victory. I already have the victory. Hallelujah. I just need to stop the enemy from trying to steal the healer from me. Because he is a thief. Come on. He comes to rob you of your peace, joy, your health, your finances, whatever's there, amen. He'll try to come and deal with you 
It takes back from you everything that God has given you. So we need to look at it from a standpoint of victory. Now we get it through the knowledge. Jesus told Peter, you blessed. Because you know this, that flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. There's some things, amen, that's going to be revealed to your spirit only by you meditating upon the word of God. Getting in that spirit and saying, Lord, if I found favor in your sight, teach me your ways, God. Teach me your ways. I want to know you, God. Like the Apostle Paul said, I want to know you, God. I want to know you in the power of your resurrection. I want to know you in the fellowship of your suffering. I want to know you, God, being made conformable unto your death. I want to know you, God. Hallelujah. I want to know you. And then as I get to know you, the grace is multiplied. The peace is multiplied to us through the knowledge. Y'all still with me? Now I'm going to show you how the New Testament church does some things. In James chapter 4, we're going to have to talk again with have to repeat ourselves, amen. Brother Hagin said, don't ever get caught to keep the same head. Well, he can tell us that by experience, amen. He wore the mark in letters 23 and 24 hours while he was there. Glory to God. He tells us, amen, to preach it again. Sometimes folks don't get it on the first one. They don't get it on the second one. Come on. So we have to preach and water, feed and water. Feed and water. Hallelujah. Now, in James, chapter 4, verse 6, it says, But he giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. Now, we just found out how you get more grace. Comes through the knowledge. It gets multiplied through the knowledge. How do we get victory over the enemy? Based upon what we know. Because you bless them, Barjon. Blessed upon what you know. Blessed are you, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you. But it's my Father that's in heaven. I say because of this, you are Peter, and upon what you know, I'm going to build my church. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church in the gates of hell. They shall not. Did y'all hear me? I said, they shall not. I'm going to say it again. I said, they shall not. There's no way for you to lose. You shall not. Hallelujah. So you stay in the battle. Keep meditating on that word. Meditate in the day and night. God said, I see judges your ways are made prosper. I see to it that you have good success. I'll make you the head and not the tail. You'll be the member and not the bar. Hallelujah. You'll be blessed when you come in and you'll be blessed when you go. Hallelujah. He's going to cause all his blessings to come upon you and overtake you. Hallelujah. And you'll be known as blessed in the city, in the field. Wherever you go, you'll be known as the blessed of the Most High. Hallelujah. And God said, I'm going to bless you because of what you know. Peter, what you know, I'm going to build a church upon it, and the gates of hell is not going to make it stop. Now watch this. He giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisted the proud, and we're resisting there again. We have just messed that word up. Because
Because we think that it just means to just lay down and play dead. They understand it. But resist means to fight again. Don't let him do that to you. An officer said that you're resisting arrest when you don't allow them to put the cuffs on you. Don't let the devil put his cuffs on you. Don't, don't let the devil put that disease on you. Don't let the devil steal your job. Don't let the devil have your peace. Resist him, hallelujah. God resisted the pride. Are y'all listening? Don't get prideful. Don't get arrogant in this thing. Come on. Stay humble before God. I said stay humble before God. And if you get humble, come on, before God. As you get humble before God, even in due season, I said in due season, God is going to lift you up. I said God is going to lift you up. You don't have to lift yourself up, God is going to lift you up. And when God lifts you up, that means you know that it wasn't you that did it. It had to be God. It had to be God to do this for me. And God came ready to do some mind-blowing things. Come on. God is ready to bless you like never, like you've never seen blessing before. We're coming to a time in your words before we get the prayer out of our mouth. The whoop, there it is. Hallelujah. I said, whoop, there it is. Hallelujah. That thing is so up in the name of Jesus. You're not going to let God be said, no, devil. I resist you. You're not going to put the cuffs on my wrist. No, you're not in Jesus' name. You're not going to put fear on me. No, you're not. You're not going to take my job. You're not going to take my husband. You're not going to take my wife. You're not going to take my kids. You can't have my kids. Hell can't prevail against you. In the name of Jesus, somebody need to shout the victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God resisted the proud, but they give it right. Unmarried and faithful. His ability to go to work on our behalf. Although we don't deserve it. Hallelujah. We don't deserve it. Hallelujah. But somebody used to sing a song, we're blessed, we're blessed, we're blessed. Hallelujah. We're blessed, we're blessed. Hallelujah. Although we don't deserve it, we are blessed. Hallelujah. We are blessed. Thank you, Lord. Now, we are worthy because of the blood of Jesus. But in our sense, amen, we're a profitable servant. But God used his grace. His unmerited faith. Hallelujah. His ability to bless you though, though you don't deserve it. His power going to work on your behalf. That's what grace is. Hallelujah. But he gives us more grace. Thank God for more grace and more grace comes through the Lord. So the more you get in those scriptures, that means more of his power will come. More of his ability is going to come. More of his anointing is going to come. More breakthroughs are going to come. More miraculous things are going to take place. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, it's our time. Now watch this, y'all. Verse 7, it says, Submit yourself, therefore to God. Submit to God. Submit to God. Hallelujah. Submit to Him. Fight against the devil. Resist the devil. Do y'all see it? Notice that he didn't say nothing about God doing it. He said, you do it. You fight against the devil. Why? Because you win. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. So the New Testament church, that man, is supposed to resist the devil. Come on. 
And you can see, amen, somebody gave a challenge, amen, and said, I want to challenge you to look out all the healings that Jesus performed. And he said, out of all the healings that Jesus performed, you cannot find one time where Jesus said a prayer as far as not asking the Father to do it. I understand. He said, I want you to check it out. Check out all the places where Jesus healed somebody. And you won't find one place where he prayed a prayer asking the Father to heal her. I understand. The woman with the issue of blood, she reached out and touched her. Whether he was praying things, hallelujah. He didn't even know who touched her. He said, who touched me? He said, you see everybody. Everybody's around you, man, touching you. Just, as Charles Cap said, trying to get a heal Trying to get a hold of the hill of your robe. Hallelujah. To see if some sparks will fly. Hallelujah. Amen. Because everybody trying to grab a hold of your cloth. But he said somebody touched him with faith. Hallelujah. He told somebody else, go home, your daughter's made home. She was previously vexed with a devil. Hallelujah. He told Elijah, get up, boy. Hallelujah. Come to life. This is the place about him. Praying and praying, man. He just take charge in the thought. I said he take charge in the thought. Well, devil, you're not going to put that on me. Hallelujah. I'm going to receive that in the name of Jesus. I'm standing against it. Hallelujah. I say amen during this time of the throne of God. I say amen. I say third time too. I say, God, I thank you. I'm sprinkled on. I'm rained on. I got it poured out on, all over me. Third time too. It's on me. In the name of Jesus, can't the devil don't know what third John 2 is? Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and stay in hell. Be in hell. Be in hell. Be in hell. Even as thy soul does prosper. God, I thank you for the hell, amen. And it's just raining on me. While, while I'm washing my hands, amen. It's in 20 seconds, so I try to take it 20 seconds say amen. Hallelujah. I thank you for it, God. You're raining on me. Hallelujah. You rain your glory on me. You rain your anointing up on me. Hallelujah. And I'm covered up with third John too. You wish above all things that I prosper and be in hell, even as thou so prosper. Let me hear you here, y'all. Amen. So it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. From you. Doesn't say anything about God doing anything about the devil. You are to resist it. Amen. And he's going to flee from, from you, amen. Let's look at Peter. And then I'm going to show you something that will wind up. Hallelujah. Peter. First Peter 5. Start at verse 8. He said, be sober, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, there is your adversary, you tell the tell that there is your adversary, God is not your adversary, if God ever puts up on you, glory to God, you might as well forget it, because you're not strong enough to take it off you. But we can't the devil. Say, we can't the devil. The devil has some authority, but he doesn't have all the power. The devil has some power, but he doesn't have all the power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I remember the disciples saying that they went out and had a healing campaign and all sorts of sick folks got healed. 
Then they came back to rejoice and hallelujah. And said, Lord, even the devil accepted to us through your name. Hallelujah. The devil was So Peter told us to resist 
Dennis told us to resist. So that's what we need to do. Just say, now, Bill, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going to backslide. I'm not going to give up on God. I'm not going to quit. Hallelujah. I'm not setting your pressure. I don't care how much pressure you try to put on me. I don't care how much you try to disappoint me and discourage me and frustrate me. I'm saying it for God. It hasn't done all. I'm going to say it. But notice, though, you got to believe in me. You got to. Hallelujah. You got to believe in me. Man, man, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. Here we go. We're going to do this quick, all right? We're going to do this real quick. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at the last chapter of Matthew. The last chapter of Matthew. Last chapter of That's chapter Matthew, that's chapter 28. Oh, I see. Matthew 28, 16. It says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed him. Oh, I see. But when they saw him, when they saw him, this is after the cross. So they, they had a visitation from the Lord. That lets us know that it's scriptural to have visitation from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Then when they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, Here we go. All power. How much y'all? Oh. I said, How much y'all? Oh. Jesus came to him and said, How, how much y'all? He said, what y'all? Hallelujah. What did he say, y'all? He said, all power. All power. All power. Well, he's only known as the Almighty. He is the Almighty. Hallelujah. And he said, all power is given to me in heaven. Do y'all see that? In heaven. And in earth. So he's got it two ways, right? Yeah. He's got it in heaven yeah. and in earth. Yeah. All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Now he's getting ready to go to heaven, y'all. Mm -hmm. So I mean, what's good would, would that power be, amen? If he's leaving the earth going to heaven, yeah. we need some power in Earth, but he's going to believe earth. He's going to heaven. Amen. Amen. So the earth is going to say it needs for some power because he said all power is given unto me both in heaven and in earth. Where people mess up at is they try to exercise authority where authority hasn't been given to them. 
Death to the good, hallelujah. Man, talk about this before, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. They try to take authority where that authority hasn't been given to them, hallelujah. See, you can't rule and reign over somebody else. Hallelujah. You can only put yourself in check. Come on. Hallelujah. Your authority, see, that's like some, some people, you may want your loved one to live, and your loved one may have enough, enough of him, and your loved one's ready to get up out of here. But you're trying to keep them here Glory to God. And they want to go. You don't have any authority over them. Amen. Because they, they're free moral angels. They can choose what they want. And they're choosing to, I want to leave here because I'm tired of suffering. I'm tired of going through what I've been going through. I just want to check up out of here. And if they know any, anything about the scripture, just say this. Amen. For me to die is Christ. Hallelujah. To live is Christ and to die is gain. But it said it's more needful for y'all if I stay here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So it will benefit you if I stay here and be a blessing to you. But we cannot exercise authority where that authority hasn't been given. Now watch this. Real quickly, y'all. I'm hoping first. You remember in Psalm where he said the earth, the heavens, even the heavens are the Lord, but the earth had he given to the children of men. Hallelujah. So he's given the earth to men. That's the reason why he said, whatever you bind on earth. Now watch the authority of the name here, y'all. Look at Act 4. Look at, look at Act 4. Hallelujah. Act 4, 12. We have. Neither, neither is there salvation in none of For there is no other name given among me that have been the earth, amen. Mm. Under heaven, under heaven, yeah. that have been the earth, amen. Mm. So that's where our authority lies. Yeah. It's in the earth. Yeah. And Jesus said, look, don't be calling me a like he, he was asleep on that boat. Come on. Yeah. And then went down there and wake, wake him up, amen. He said, look, y'all, I finally dozed off. And here it is, y'all coming down here bothering me, waking me up concerning that storm. Yeah. And they were afraid when you was from the enemy, amen, because they were thinking that they were going to perish. Master, don't you care if we die? So that storm came from hell. Hallelujah. Came to destroy them. Jesus said, oh, faithless, so faithless make their power work. Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long? Shall I do with you? How long shall I suffer you? Glory to God. Hallelujah. So then he put his robe on, glory to God. Tied it up. Went to the hell, amen, of the ship. And said, Peace! Then 
praying, did he? He just spoke to him and said, Peace, be still. Peace to the waves, to the wind, be calm. Shut up. And the Bible says there was a great calm. So there's no other name under hell given among men. Look at Philippians 2. It's in the night now. And when we use that authority of the night, we stop the devil. He won't be able to hinder our prayer like he has in the past. Philippians, I believe, is chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. Let this man worship this God. Let this man. Verse 5. Let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be called equal with God, made it himself with no reputation. He took upon himself the form of a servant and found that fashion as a man. Found that fashion as a man. He humbled. He humbled himself. Being found that fashion as a man. And was made in the likeness of men. Uh huh. And being found in fashion as a man. Yeah. He humbled himself. He humbled himself. God exalted him to do that. He humbled himself. He was just a devil. He pleased from it. Humble yourself. Come on. And became obedient unto death. He, he became obedient unto death. You just died. In order for him to die, he had to submit to it. Because death had no authority over him. Sin had no authority over him. He became obedient unto death. Come on. Even the death As a result of this, God also has highly exalted him. And highly exalted him. And given him a name. Ooh, there it is. Gave him a name. Which is above every name. Which is above every name. That, Come on. That at the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. Every Jesus. He didn't say it, Jesus. He said at his name. He's in heaven, but he left his name on the hell. He left his name here in the earth. Hallelujah. I y'all listen to me? Glory to God. Talk to That every knee should bow. Every knee. Every knee. It's going to bow. It's still authority in that name. Come on. Of things in heaven. It works his name. Ooh. It works in heaven. Did y'all hear me? Yeah. I said it works in heaven. Yeah. It works in heaven. Come on. And it works in the earth. And things under the earth. Now what the folks that say there's no hell, what they gonna do with that? What they gonna do with that? It says no such thing as hell. He said it, it'll work in heaven. It'll work in earth. Are y'all listening? And it'll work beneath y'all. It must be hell. Are y'all listening? I don't care how much you try to put it out of your mind. There's no such thing as hell. You messed up because Jesus said it was. And they said his name carries authority there. Hallelujah. His name takes care of trouble in hell. Hallelujah. 
So his name was in all three rings. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is just to talk to you, Lord. You don't know, have to turn back. But the psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that I have within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and don't forget all of his benefits. Who forgiveth all your iniquities, and who healeth all of your diseases. So bless the Lord, O my soul. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Then the psalmist went to Psalm David and said, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Hallelujah. And they carry the authority in the earth. Hallelujah. Everything's got to bow. Hallelujah. To the authority of their name. Somebody needs to shout the victory. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to give God the glory. Somebody needs to give him praise. Hallelujah. Well, I think what we're we ran out of time. Glory to God. Sure enjoy sharing with you on today. Thank you, Lord. Come out and be with us, amen, at the Arena of Faith. And also listen in, amen, to us on live stream, amen. Tune in. Keep being a blessing. Hallelujah. Keep blessing yourself with the Word of God. If you want the Word of God, amen, that's what we're about over here. We'll give you the Word. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, you have anything? Be blessed. We'll talk with you next Sunday.
kindness, meekness, amen? Against such there is no law. There's no law that, that commands us to be this way. But if you're born again and you have Jesus on the inside of you, you have those fruit. So develop them. Amen. And by all means, pray for your pastor and pastor's wife. That they will hear the voice of God. That Holy Spirit will speak as to the right time. And right now, he hasn't said to come back as a, as a group. Amen. And so you want your pastor to do what Holy Spirit is saying because we don't want anyone to contact the virus. Amen? We don't want anybody that, that from what we've heard, that's not something that you want to have, even though there's a greater percentage that you will uh, uh, gain victory over it. The way in which it attacks your breathing, you don't want to go through that. We've been hearing that it's excruciating. There's a pastor that we know out of uh, New York, and he's a strong man of God. And um, he contacted him. He doesn't know how. And he pastors thousands of people. And the way he describes the attack and the excruciating pain and the hallucination and he didn't want to go to sleep because of, of the attack on his mind, the mental attack and the pain. Uh, he said he, he didn't want that to be put on anybody. And we listened to T.D. Jakes. And T.D. Jakes uh, got on Facebook. If you haven't seen that, look for T.D. Jakes on Facebook. And T.D. Jakes talked about uh, there's no convention, there's no church service that's to be had that couldn't wait a while because of all the phone calls that he had received of screaming daughters, of screaming people whose parents have died. Mm -hmm. And if you're not of a culture that has a greater percentage, then you, you know, have some compassion. It's not a lack of faith, and it's not having more faith. But have compassion for your brothers and your sisters. Yes. Amen. As we all, we are supposed to be the body of Christ. We're supposed to be our brother and our sister's keepers. Yes. Amen. Yes. And sometimes when, when things aren't touching you, sometimes you might not be as tender to someone else who might be going through. So we're going to be tender. Amen. My husband is pre-existing. He's a pastor of the church. And we're not losing him for anything or anybody. Amen. We have people who who uh, who have uh, been on those breathing uh, have asthma. Amen. But see, we as believers, yeah, we have the Holy Ghost and the power of the Holy Ghost. But we are not ignorant of Satan's devices either. Uh, I remember a song that says we're going to the enemy's camp and we're taking back what the enemy has stolen from us. Listen, we are people of faith. And, and we, we have actions with our faith, but we're not ignorant. Yes. We're not ignorant. Amen? And so we're using every precautions that's necessary. Amen? 
because we're not losing. My husband's at least near the age category. He's pre-existent. Uh, he's healed. He's whole. But right now, we're not throwing the man of God who has served the people of God. Yay, 30 some odd years. We're not putting him in danger. And we're not taking the risk of our people who's been out there, who's on the front lines, who work in, uh, uh, what is it, the, what is the, those jobs, honey? Some of our people work in the hospital. They're on the front lines. They work um, in the nursing homes. Amen? They still go into people's uh, houses. Our folks have jobs like that. They also work at Tyson's Food Place. So they've been in, in environments uh, where there's been increased COVID cases. Amen? Uh, we don't know if these folks are asymptomatic. So I'm just saying, we're not, we're not, my husband is in a high-risk category, and we're not putting him out there. I'm not. And we're not chancing that. Amen? We're covering him with the Holy Ghost. We're covering him with tongues. Amen? And so all of that, all that scriptures and all that word that my husband has taught, honey, see, now is the time to get those uh, CDs yeah. out, yeah. get those cassettes out, because that's how long he's been teaching Get them out and feed yourself. And Jesus said, he is not you. He is in your mouth. Amen? And he's in your heart. So Jesus is the one that you need. And the Bible says where two or three are gathered together, he said he's there in the midst. Yeah. Amen? So the building is not the church anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And see, if we're just wise enough, we, we're not going to have any regrets. Amen. And we have some people who have served this ministry, and we're not going to leave them out, and we're not going to put them uh, uh, in harm's way. And we believe that we are all covered. And Psalms 91, yes, it still it has it has us, but we're not tempting the devil. Amen. So keep doing what it is that you're doing. Remain safe. Amen. We've not lost anyone to this disease and we don't plan on it. Yeah. And we don't plan on any of our people or the people in the tri-state area uh, to contact any of this. But it's because we are praying and we're doing those natural things. It goes hand in hand. Amen. So right now, we're reaching a lot of people this way. A ring of faith, you're born again, you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you know the word, use what you know, be a witness, amen, get your family members saved, pray for them, go in your prayer closet, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, amen, think about your neighbor, if you are going to work, think about those that may be in need, ask God. To show you people that need your help right where you are. Amen. Every man is a minister. So what is it that you can be doing? Because it's not the job of the pastor or the pastor's wife or the preachers to do it all. Amen. What can you be doing 
with what God has invested in you through your leaders. And don't, don't, don't condemn your pastor or pastor's wife. And I want to speak to the pastor's wife because see, pastor's wife, they, they served before Corona ever existed. So I say to the congregations, rise up and take care of your pastor's wife. Amen? Pray for her. Be a blessing to her. Take a load off of her. Care for the body of Christ. Care for her family. Let her have a break. Amen? Because one thing I know being a pastor's wife is we had more than enough church. Let her enjoy her husband. Let her enjoy her children without all the chatter about when we're going to do this. What about that? Just bring, just send those tithes and offering in because they're more than worthy because of all the work they've done all these years. You see what you can do. Buy some gloves. Buy some masks. Buy some Lysol. Buy whatever the church is in need of so we can open up. So they can open up. So everyone can be safe. Amen? But by all means, help your pastor's wife. Everybody, a lot of people think about the pastor and leave out the pastor's wife till once or twice a year. Not the arena of faith, not a lot of churches, but some do. So this is just an ammunition. During this hour, Think about your pastor's wife and make it easy on her. Because here it is me, I'm still helping my husband. At least you can still stay home in your pajamas. But I'm still having to come and be a part of the ministry and get the word out with my husband. Amen? So I thank God for Ring of Faith. I thank God for you. You are mature. You are strong. You're strong in the word. You know your God. We are doing better than ever. And we want to continue that way. Amen. And I say that and I speak that for the body of Christ. If you don't know Jesus, this is the perfect time to invite him into your heart. You do not want to do life without Jesus. Ask him to come into your heart. Ask him to be your savior. Ask him to be your Lord. And then you live for him. Amen. Be in communion with him. Amen. At this time, uh, my husband's going to teach and preach the uncompromised word of God. Amen. So those that's, that's excited to go back, some of you have started back with a certain amount of people. I, I pray that you all remain safe. I pray that none of you contact COVID-19. I pray long life over you. I pray that all will be well. I pray that the blessings of God. I pray that your family is safe and secure. And I pray that every day that you wake up and go out, that Jesus goes with you in Jesus' name. At this time, the word of the Lord, Pastor Earl Carter. Thank you, Jesus. Well, mighty God, we serve. Hallelujah. On today, and we appreciate you being able to come to you live, hallelujah, by Facebook. We appreciate you tuning in every week. This has been a blessing, amen, to us, and it shall be a blessing, and it is a blessing, amen. It's a blessing to still be able to pray for the word of the living God. Hallelujah. As I've been saying, it's praying times, amen, and we're going to be dealing Good prayer, but before we get into prayer, good, we gotta know who's for us and who's against us. 
hear the psalmist say, if it had not been for the Lord who is on my side, tell me, where would I be? Where would I be if it had not been for the Lord who is on my side? And we're going to look at some scriptures today. And those of you that are home, amen, you're in the comfort of your home, amen. You can get your Bible out and go with us, amen, if we begin to rightly divide the word of God. You know, the apostle Paul told us, he said, I want you to study to show yourself approved unto God. Now, as I used to say to some of you, won't even know what I'm talking about, amen, because we got the computers today and the cell phones and stuff. But uh, you don't get your newspaper on Sunday morning to study. You get your newspaper out to read it. You don't study your newspaper. Well, maybe some of you do. Anyway, you don't, you don't study your newspaper. You get your newspaper and you read it. You enjoy it. But then, to study means that you are examining the scripture. You put the scriptures together. You, you see what Paul says and how it relates to what Peter said. We take what Peter and Paul said and relate it to how what Jesus said. And so the word of God tells us that we're to study, to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly divided. And I say this all the time, and I got this from Fred Price. If you can rightly divide it, you can also wrongly divide it. And there's been a lot of scriptures that haven't been rightly divided. Amen. If you teach and preach the gospel. And so we're going to dive into that on today. Amen. And I hope that you get your Bible out. Amen. And study along with us. Amen. Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to study. Amen. And then after you study and get this in your spirit real good, then you can read it like it's a newspaper. You can begin to enjoy it. Hallelujah. But we're to read. The apostle said, give attendance unto reading. And then he said, I want you to study to show yourself approved unto God. A work that they need not be ashamed, brightly divided, the word of truth. Now when it says brightly divided, you can wrongly divide. I know I said that. But also as far as wrongly divided, you can find something in the Bible. Somebody said, well, I got scripture to back up what I'm saying. Well, you know, most of the folks have a scripture, but you just can't take a scripture and pull that scripture out of the sin and make it say what you want it to say. The Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Then we've got to consider what covenant are we under during the time that this was written? Is he speaking to us? There's different people that God speaks to, to. Is he speaking to us, the Gentiles? Is he speaking to the Jews? Or is he speaking to the church? There's just three bodies that he would deal with at times. The Jew, the Gentile, and the church. And there's some things that's for the church that it's not for the Jews. And then there's some things that's for the Jews that's not for the church. Example, I can find in the Bible where they offered up a sheep. But we don't do that today, do we? There was a Jewish blessing for them. They offered up a lamb animal and spilled his blood and put the blood on the sacrifice as an atonement for their sin. That's the way they did it under the old covenant. Amen. To the Jews. But to the Gentile, 
Thank God we don't have to offer up the blood of bulls, goats, sheep, cat, pigeons, or turtle dove. We can go and offer up the precious blood of the Lamb of God, the Son of God, Jesus Christ himself. Hallelujah. And the Bible says we have access to God by that blood. We've got access by the blood. So I want you to know that there's still power. Wonder working power. In the blood. Hallelujah. Somebody said, What can walk away my sin? Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Somebody else asked the question, Have you been to Jesus? What the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Have you been washed in the blood of the Lamb? And then somebody else said, that the blood still works. Yeah. Even in 2020, even with the with the virus, hallelujah, the word of God still works. Yeah. The blood of God still works, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And I believe Christ said it's the blood that gives me strength from day yeah. to day. And it will never, yeah. it will never lose its power. He said it reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows yeah. to the lowest mountain. Yeah. It's the blood that gives me strength. From day to day, it will never lose its power. Yeah. Then I heard some folks going out, amen, and overcoming. And they said, I know it was the blood. Yeah. It was just the blood, hallelujah. Yeah. I know it was the blood for me. Yeah. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. And I know it was the blood for me. Then somebody else said, oh, the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes me white as snow. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Somebody else said, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Hallelujah. I plead the blood of Jesus. So that blood still works. Hallelujah. And that blood still has power in it. Glory to God. And it still can wash away every sin. Hallelujah. Every sin. It has that much power in it. Man. And you know what? Corona may have some power. But God's got all power. Right, right. And the virus is no match. But the Lord of God. Man, We're going to get to that in a moment. But there's no, there's no match to it. Hallelujah. And so that's the reason why I said we need to be praying. Because it's the prayers of the saints. Yeah. It's going to cause us to overcome. Now if you would, I mean, I would like for you to turn with me in your Bible to the book of Job. And I think what Job has been one that has been quoted, amen, a lot to try to prove biblical doctrine. But according to historians, amen, Job is the oldest book in the Bible. Notice I said, according to historians, according to history, it's the oldest book in the Bible. And so you try to go back to the oldest book in the Bible to prove some of the teaching and doctrine that you have. And really, you can't do that, amen. But then you can see glimpses in the world of, 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 of the truth. God dropping over here a little and over there a little. Amen. So that's what we're talking about. Well, I can recall what Joshua did. We're getting ready for battle. And the scripture says somebody appeared to Joshua, glory to God, like an army person. 
considered by Simon Job. Well, if the devil come coming out before the steal, kill, and destroy, he's not only thinking about his servant Job, he's thinking about you too. Come on. But if he gets Job, he's getting a bigger fish. Come on, because he's a religious person. So he's going to try to destroy him. See, some of you not being under attack because you do a wrong. Many times we're under attack because we're being right. We've been doing what's right. And you ain't lying for a blessing. And the devil don't want you to get your blessing. Because if you get your blessing, then you'll start going out and tell others about how good your God is. And how he saved you. And how he delivered you from alcohol. And how he delivered you from drugs. And how he got you out of sexual sin. And how he got you out of lying and stealing and redeemed your life from doing all sorts of sin. You start telling others about the goodness of God. So the devil said, I gotta stop that, I gotta block that, I gotta do something about that again. Because I don't want them going around boasting about Jesus. You know, when you're boasting about Jesus, what you're doing is you pray for him. You're talking about how good he is, amen? How he blessed you, how he stepped into your sorrow and turned it into that laughter. How he stepped into your sickness, come on, and made you a help, happy person. How he stepped into your life and began to prosper and bless you. See, the devil don't want that to get out. So he's going to try to serve you before he gets over. Yes, yes. So Satan came among them. We got to put Satan back in there. Yeah. Now watch this. The Lord said to Satan, from what's coming down, let's drop down to verse 8. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered, I serve a job. There is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feared God and should evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Job, does Job fear God for long? Has you not? It's very important, y'all, first thing. Very important. Have you not made a hedge? Y'all see that? Yeah. Have, you, have you not made a hedge? The devil is telling us that God has got a hedge around his own neck. God's got a hedge around his head. We are sons and daughters of the Almighty God. God tells us when we pray to say, Our Father, our Father, which are in heaven. Hallelujah. Our Father. So he's got a hand about you. He's got some protection around you. Amen. His share, his insurance is even better than all state. Come on. Hallelujah. He, he, he's got to come. Amen. Before the accident comes, before the accident arises, amen, he's already got you back, hallelujah, and I thank God he's got our back in the blood, hallelujah. When the devil angel sees the blood, he must pass on. He can't stop where the blood's been black, hallelujah. He must pass on, but that's a Jewish feast that the end day that they call Passover. They named it Passover, and the devil couldn't stop in their house, hallelujah. Like the harvest used to say, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Hallelujah. When Jesus born. Hallelujah. Oh, happy day. When Jesus born. That's not like this is the day that the Lord had made. When Jesus born. He washed my sins away. Hallelujah. And he did it with his precious blood. Thank God his blood got us covered today. His blood has got our back. We don't have to fear. Come on. We don't have to get into doubt. Amen. We don't have to be anxious or carrying about anxiety. Because there's still power in the blood. Hallelujah. And the blood still works. Hallelujah. In verse 10, he said, You got a 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Job said he's going to a place where the wicked cease from trouble and the weary are at rest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And he said that until my change comes, until my appointed time comes, he said, I'm going to wait till my change comes. And my change shall come. And my, my, my change shall come. Hallelujah. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know my change will come. Because I'm waiting on it. For my all the days of my appointed time, I'm going to wait until my change comes. And change is on its way. Hallelujah. But notice this with Job. Job said in verse 20, Job arose, read his back down, shaved his head, fell down upon the ground and worshiped, and said, Naked came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord had taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's look at chapter 2. And I'm going to prove to you. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to prove to you that Satan was the problem. Yeah. Now, watch this. In Job chapter 2, and we won't read all of it due to the same time, but let me read this to you. Verse 4 of Job chapter 2. It says, the Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yeah, and all that a man had will he give for his life. For his life he'll deny you, God. For his life he'll, he'll stop serving you. For his life he'll do what he wants to do, God, instead of what you want him to do. Verse 5, he said, Put forth thy hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse you to the face. To the face. Verse 6. And the Lord said to the Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your hand, but save his life. Don't touch his life. Don't touch his life. Somebody said, Amen. Why, you know, did you know God permits it to happen, Amen? Well, it's God behind it. No, it's not God behind it, Amen. What Job was doing to prevent things from happening was he constantly worshiped God. That's not known under the old covenant, but it is under the new amen. That when you worship God, you keep the devil off of him. And so he said, you can, you can go after him, but don't touch his life. Yeah. Now I said, I'm going to prove to you that Satan was his problem. Watch this in your own Bible. Job chapter 2, verse 7. It says, So went who? So went who? So went who? So went who? So went Satan. From the presence of the Lord. And what did he do, y'all? And what did he do, y'all? It said he smoked y'all. Right here it says, Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord, and Satan smoked y'all. That's proof right there. I know your glasses ain't there, but follow the white mom. Hallelujah. Let's look at the So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord, and he smoked y'all. Satan smoked Job. Satan is your problem. God is not your problem. God is your help. God is your strength. God is your refuge. God is a very present help in a time of trouble. Hallelujah. He's a very present help in a time of need. Hallelujah. Somebody said, oh, but peace. We ought to forfeit. Oh, but leave us time we burn. And it's all because we do not care. Everything to God in prayer. Hold on. If we do like Joe, we're in trouble. 
on. Hallelujah. He was having all sorts of problems, all sorts of hell being thrown his way. But he said, I came in naked and I'm going out naked. I'm still here. I'm blessed the name of the Lord. He kept blessing God. He was shouting. Notice he had a key that a lot of folks don't have today. He had the key that's in the name of Jesus. He kept on saying, Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to do this, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Though he slay me. His theology is wrong. Though he slay me, we know it wasn't God slaying him. It was the devil that was slaying him. But he said, Look, if he is doing it, though he slay me, I'm still going to trust him. Hallelujah. If he slay me, you're still going to see me on the front row. If he slay me, I'm still going to be in the pulpit. If he slay me, I'm still going to have my back. Glory to God. If this is going on, that's going on, I got to stay with God. Hallelujah. Because I know that we're not going to be with him. And one day I'm going to see him. Hallelujah. I'm going to a place where the wicked cease from their trouble and where the weary ones are at rest. Hallelujah. I'm going to a place, hallelujah, where trouble must cease. And then when trouble doesn't last our way. So I said, we can make it do it for a night. But joy comes in the morning time. He said, I got to bless the name of the Lord. I got to praise his name, hallelujah. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same. My God's name, hallelujah, is to be praised. Glory to God. I heard somebody else say the, the, the name of the Lord is. It is a strong town. He said, the righteous run into it, and they are safe. They mean, from the fire. The name will keep you safe from it. Their name will keep you away from death. And that's what John was saying here. Glory to God. I came in this, I'm going out naked, but bless him. Hallelujah. I know my sheep is gone. I know my car is gone. I know my Cadillac is gone. I know my business is gone. I know my house is gone. But bless him be the name of the Lord. And I tell you what, if you keep on blessing God, you'll see what John got in the end. A lot of folks look at John's beginning, but God said, I want you to pay more attention to the end. And when it came to the end, amen. Joe got back everything that he lost and he got it back double. Now that was what God does. He'll double your blessing. He'll give you double for your trumps. But you just got to keep on praising the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I heard him say, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name. Hallelujah. In all the earth. Did I heard him say again in Psalm 43, bless the Lord. Oh my soul, in all that I got within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord of my soul. And don't you ever forget about his benefits. Glory to God. I tell you what, to the earliest of my existence, until this present time, all these other being was good. If you ask me a thousand years from now, I still say all these other being was good. Why? Because it's been good. That's all he knows how to be. All of these other being was good. Hallelujah. And somebody else said, he's been better to me. Then I've been to my own self. Hallelujah. He had my back in there when I didn't know my back needed to be had. Hallelujah. But thank God he's been there for you. And he's a friend that'll stick closer to you than every brother. Come on, somebody. Oh, you might be going through. You need to stand up on your feet, Lord of God. Lift up your head toward heaven and say, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun, the Lord's name is to be praised. Hallelujah. Jesus said in his go ye into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes in his baptism will be saved. He that believes in I shall be there. And these signs are going to follow.
They had taken up the circle. And if they drink any dead the things in the community there, it shall not hurt or harm them. They're going to lay hands in my name. They're going to lay hands in my name on the sick. And the sick are going to immediately get better. Hallelujah. Somebody give God some praise. Somebody give God some praise to that. So Satan went forth and began to attack God. It was the devil that was attacking God. Come on. It was the enemy of the soul, the devil. And he is the enemy. Glory to God. Somebody said, well, how are you so sure about that? That's in the first Corinthians chapter 10. Glory be to God, fellow Lord. First Corinthians 10. Thank God for his name. Hallelujah. I said, thank God for his name. I hear Paul said, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, and made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of servant. It was found in the likeness of man. And the word said, and he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And he said, because of that, God had his own head. And give him a name that is above. Come on, say, it's a name that's above. Hallelujah. It's a name that's above. Call it Hallelujah. It's a name that is above. Hallelujah. Every name and every knee must bow. And every tongue must come down. And Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Somebody shout, Hallelujah. He's God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, somebody said, well, that's fine, God gave Jesus that name. I'm glad you said that because in Acts 4, 12, it says this. Neither is there salvation in none other, but there is no other name, no other name given among men, whereby we can be saved, but at the name of Jesus. Somebody said, what a beautiful name it is. Somebody said, what a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's above every name. Hallelujah. Amen. Every day called beautiful name over the power name. Amen. It was paralyzed in his legs. Every day called beautiful. Peter said, Sell that door, have I love? But I do have a name that's above every name. So in the name of Jesus, get up and go, man. Hallelujah. The Bible says he sat there, amen. Peter reached down and got him by his hand and lifted him up. And his feet and his ankles received strength. Glory to God. And he drove all the way down the field, BFT arena, glory to God. And he would sit down in the service again, marching around, glory to God, jumping and leaping, and praising God, hallelujah. And they all knew that it was him, amen. They were setting the gate daily, hallelujah. But Peter said, Why you look on us? There's no bound power of holiness. We have given this man this perfect town that's in the presence of all of you. I want you to know what it is. It was faith that was in the name of Jesus. They gave him this perfect sound in the presence of all of you. Somebody shout to me. Hallelujah. I said shout to me. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 10, glory be to God. Oh, I thank God for the word of God. It'll free you up. It'll develop you. It'll make you whole. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. First Corinthians 10. Watch this, y'all. Watch this. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians 10, let's start at verse 2 here. It says that we're all baptized under Moses 
and there's a cloud in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of their spiritual rock, they followed them, and their rock was Christ. Hallelujah. With many of them, God was not well pleased, but they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, isn't that something folks say that they knew we need a wilderness experience to make us better? The red hair didn't make them better, make them bitter. Because every step they would make it, amen, they would ripen and complain. Man, we should have stayed in Egypt. At least we have some water, milk, amen. Cattle on somewhere. Leaks, amen, hallelujah. That's the food over there, Lee. Glory to God. But God made a provision for them even better. Gave them a sweet bowl, hallelujah, every day. Called man, hallelujah. Gave him man, amen. And then they said, we had to get caught, amen, on sweet roll. And so he changed it, amen, and then he ran down some quail. And they ate so much, amen, that it didn't come out of their nostrils. Hallelujah. And then God said, I'm tired of this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But watch this, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. God was not well pleased with them. They got overthrown in the wilderness. Verse 6. Now these things were were our example to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be ye outlanders as were some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Watch this, y'all. And neither murmured ye, and some of them also murmured, and were destroyed. Notice the terminology here. They were destroyed of the destroyer. They were destroyed of the destroyer. They were destroyed of the destroyer. Now watch this, y'all. Put that together. John 10, 10 says, The thief coming out before to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Are y'all with me? The thief comes out before to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I come, he's not going to do the devil's job, and the devil's not going to do his job. The devil's not going to do good because there's no good in it. Come on. And Jesus is not going to do bad because there's no bad in it. Hallelujah. They'll never change the job. So somebody said, well, I've seen it in the Bible, amen, well, if you stay with me long enough, amen, we can preach three days, Lord, amen, then you get free from it, hallelujah. Truth will make you free, hallelujah. Watch this, y'all. They were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, you're close to it, let's look at Acts 10. They were destroyed or destroyed, destroyed. The scripture says, the thief comes out before the seal, kill, and then destroy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ooh. There's something that Jesus destroyed. You understand? And what Jesus destroyed. What Jesus destroyed is the yoke. Burden. Trouble. Disease, yeah. infirmity, yeah. 
everything that's not here, everything that was brought into this earth by the curse, come on, of disobedience to God, God is against it. Did y'all hear me? I said God is against it. God's against it. We got to know who's for us and who's against it. So when I pray to him, I know that God's got my back. He's for me. Now watch this, y'all. Watch this. Acts 10. Acts 10. It's something that all of you Acts 10. Amen. John 10. There's a good one there. See, you keep the numbers together. I do that good sometimes. John 10. Acts 10. Amen. Come here as far as the devil's work. Acts 10. Thank you, Lord. First Sunday night. I watch this. I'm going to sum it up. Here's another proof, amen, that the devil's your problem, that it's the devil that's the one about seeking whom he may depart. Verse 38, he says, How God, how God anointed, anointed, what is the anointed? The burden removing, yoke destroying, how God, the burden removing, yoke destroying, how God showed up. And God anointed Jesus with it. With the Holy Ghost and with power. Yeah. Who went about doing good? Yeah. Jesus went about doing good. Now, Jesus is God the Father in flesh. Is it not? Yeah. Jesus is God the Father in flesh. He is known as Emmanuel. Emmanuel, which being interpreted, He's God with us. Hallelujah. So if Jesus is an expression of the Father, and he came only to do the will of the Father, the Bible says the Father put something on him to take sickness and disease and works of the devil from off of him. God put something on Jesus to take that stuff from off of him. And it said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all. They were oppressed. Here it is. And that's another where it comes from. Those that were oppressed of the devil. Because God was with him. Hallelujah. God was with him. Hallelujah. I said God was with him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, is God good? We give him the praise. Hallelujah. We give him a stand in the gap and he'll see. Hallelujah. Our God's an awesome God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. It said, folks, are still there. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We're coming out of it. We're going to bless his name and feel God. Like John. John said, God, I'm going to repent for you. I've been speaking about you. Concerning the hearing of my ear. What I heard somebody else say about you. But now I've got a revelation. Blessed be your holy name. I've got a, I've got a revelation now. Hallelujah. That the devil wants to stop it, but you want to bless him. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. The devil was my problem. It was never you. He tried to trick me. He tried to fool me. tried to mess me up in my doctrine. But now I see that God, he so loved me. You gave up your only son. He died on that cross for me. Hallelujah. He loves me. Hallelujah. I said he loves me. And he loves you. And he wants to give you eternal life. Hallelujah. He wants to give you life to the poor. Life beyond what you can dream, what you can even imagine. Yes. Hallelujah. He wants to restore life to you. Yes. Father, 